Hello and welcome to the Franchise Growth Pod, a podcast created by the team here at AC Inc. and your resource for all things mindset, franchisee performance, profitability, leadership, marketing, pretty much everything you need to know to get to your next stage of growth. We like to think of this podcast as friends chatting franchising on a rooftop patio over a glass of wine or maybe a whiskey. So if you love action steps, genuine conversations, and growing your business, settle in and let's talk franchise growth. So for today's episode, I thought it would be fun to share some insights that my team and I have learned over the years of working with franchisors and business owners. And you know, people often, you know, they, they come to us always to get help with things like, how do I get my franchisees more profitable? How do I get them more engaged? Um, how do I find the right franchisees? Or how do I even franchise or should I franchise my business? And on the surface, it's all there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to try that again. On the surface, it's all very technical and, you know, related to performance and results and accountability. But what happens in an advising relationship when you have a good advisor is that they start to get to know you and start to see things about you that you may not realize. And one of the things that I like to talk about, I talk about mindset all the time, and I like to talk about understanding or being aware of our limiting beliefs or our you know, entrepreneurial roadblocks. What is in our minds that is stopping us from achieving our goals? I know we all have them. And um, I've gotten more and more clear on, on what it is for me that I need to do differently or think differently about. And, and one of my solutions for that is to have built a team that can help me. And, um, and I won't get actually into that yet, because what I'm going to do is I'm going to share three of the most common limiting beliefs that we see in the people that we work with. So remember that what I'm saying is, you know, people don't hire us for this, but once you get in there as an advisor or business, you know, coach or consultant, you start to see these things. These things actually become more important often than, you know, the the technical advice that we can give. So, of course, we can give that, but you know, I, I can sometimes get on a call with a client and I can tell that it's this limiting belief that's holding them back. It's not that they don't know the step they need to take. It's that they They've got something in them that's that's holding them back. So that's why this is so important. So if you're listening to this and you're a franchisor or a business owner yourself, listen to these three. You may experience one of these or maybe more than one, or you may have something different going on, or you might not even know. Um, so feel free to reach out to us too. We can always have conversations about how we can help you uncover this so that you can grow your business exponentially. All right. The first one I'm going to talk about is self-doubt. You know, this is, this shows up as that, like, am I good enough? Is my business model good enough? You know, in, in franchising and as a franchisor, this comes up often when you're talking to franchise prospects where, you know, they're, they're asking, well, what, what do I get for that franchise fee? And what do I get for the royalties? And often franchisors are at the early, early stages, you know, insecure about like, I don't know yet that anybody is going to buy this. So they start to, they have this self-doubt that creeps in. And the problem is when, when that creeps in and the, that you start to have that in your mind, it, 
gets put out to the universe, people will sense it, you know, they'll, they'll sense your insecurity, especially if you start, you know, getting into offering discounts on the franchise fee um, or, or royalties for that matter, which I definitely don't recommend. Um, franchise fee, that's sort of another conversation, conversation for another day. I'm not super against discounting the first or second, you know, franchisee that signs on with you, but not because you don't have a good model. Um, it's more, it's more just getting, getting going, but um, I'll give you some solutions each time I talk about these different limiting beliefs. So um, that will kind of answer that question a little bit better too. So the uh, some solutions for having the self-doubt limiting belief. First of all, you've got to you've got to get aware, some self-awareness, and curb your ne- negative thinking when it happens. Because again, you're going to attract whatever you're putting out to the universe. So I would reflect go back and reflect on why you thought that it was a good idea to offer this model as a franchise to other people and maybe get out a journal or a piece of paper and write out all the reasons that you decided to share what you've learned, you know, your business model and the, the, the mistakes you learned all that with the world. Um, and maybe even throw this list up on a bulletin board, you know, somewhere near your desk or something when you're talking to franchise candidates if you go to journal about all those reasons and you can't come up with anything or you're still feeling insecure, maybe you made a bad decision to franchise the business. So you could use that as a red flag and it's never too late to stop offering it to people who are going to invest their life savings and count on you. So if you really truly are doubting that, then I guess one thing you could do is reach out to somebody like, like our team and or other you know people that understand franchising and just check in on that. Um, but I'm sure for the most part, it's probably your own belief in your mind. The other thing you can do as an early stage franchisor, um, if, if, if you're having this self-doubt about the model, is be really transparent with the candidate and let them know that, you know, we are still figuring things out. And that's the fun of it. The fun of it is you're going to be in at the early stage with us. And here's the features of that. You're going to get more um, opportunities to help shape the brand. We're going to be really connected. We're going to we're going to make changes together. We're not going to, you know, um, when you've got 300 or 800 franchisees in a system, System, it takes a long time for change to happen. And often you don't have opportunities to feel heard. So um, those are some examples or like, you know, good territories are available. Um, just getting in at that ground level, there's a lot of benefits. So um, when you have that self-doubt as a franchisor, just keep that in mind. Okay. So second one is one of my favorites to talk about perfectionism. Um, this shows up as, you know, sometimes people pleasing and thinking that it's you know, you're not being um, perfect enough if you don't do what people want um, and please them. And also worrying about the consequences of mistakes so much that you, you know, take longer to do things or, you know, maybe you've heard analysis paralysis, you know, you analyze it so much or you think about it, getting it right or work on it so much that it slows everything down or it actually doesn't happen. You know, perfection is the enemy of done. So it's a common Um, common limiting belief. And I think it serves you well in getting, it could serve you well in getting the business, you know, the tweaks and things needed to make it a great business. But if it's going to slow you down, that can be really risky in in franchising or business or kind of life in general. So some solutions for this, first of all, remember that use your voice of logic. You will not scale if you are doing everything. 
And the only, if you think you're the only one that can do the required tasks, that's not going to work. You're not going to scale. So you've got to learn to delegate anything that you are either not the best at or don't love doing, even though it's scary. And you might think, well, I want it perfect. And and if I don't do it, someone else is going to do it. And there might be mistakes, but keep in mind that you might not be the only one that can do the task. And you might not be the one who's the best at the task. You might bring somebody else into the, um, into the role and find out that they're actually better than you. Um, Another thing you can do is think about some of the things that you're trying to get perfect and play it forward to evaluate the consequences. So say you're the one doing the proofreading because you know the content the best, not the proofreading so much, but the, you know, the content um, editing um, or, you know, you're making a decision on an order you need to put in for inventory or something like that. Is it really that bad if it gets messed up? Like, what is the true consequence? You've got to think about that. Um, Tim Ferriss has a concept a little bit different than this, but it kind of reminds me of this. And that's, it's called fear setting. So when you're afraid to do something like instead of goal setting and all the steps you would take, try fear setting, set out with maybe this kind of thing. You could put out like, what are the mistakes and what are all the consequences? And then evaluate that and determine whether it really actually matters that much. Now, if money is an issue, remember that people love growth opportunities. And when you delegate, often it doesn't even require you to pay them more because they love that they're getting the opportunity to grow. So they see that as, you know, a a certain currency of its of its own. The third one I'm going to talk about is having a lack of boundaries. And this looks like doing things for others that were not on your task list. Um, And it's when you feel really unproductive, that can often be because you're not setting boundaries. Um, If you're not getting your own objectives and responsibilities done, um, that's often due to a lack of boundaries that you're not setting up. Um, And then there's emotional things like letting people make you feel small. So some solutions to this, um, understand that the way that you're acting, you are role modeling to others that boundaries aren't important. If you have an open door policy, that's that's really role modeling that productivity is not as important. You know, it's not a bad thing to have uh, boundaries on when people can spend time talking to you and getting solutions from you. Um, you know, you can say every every day at this time, this hour is when it's kind of like open door policy. Otherwise, I'm going to be in productivity mode or meetings um, and help them see how it will affect them if you keep solving their problems for them and they'll, that they'll never learn. And if you can't get to your own problems, you know, if, if, if they keep coming to you when they could just go and find the answer in one of the, the library of resources that you have, then, you know, they're not learning and growing. And what would they do if you suddenly weren't there one day? Isn't that unfair to not set them up for that success? Um, also, if you aren't doing your tasks and responsibilities to do things to say, grow the company or whatever your jobs are. Instead, you're solving all their little problems that you wouldn't really need to solve. Then you're stunting the growth of the company, which doesn't work well for them either. Um, You can also think about and evaluate how much more you'll get done and how much better you'll feel if you keep boundaries. And then lastly, one last solution is go check out the boundary boss, Terry Cole, T-E-R-R-I, Cole, C-O-L-E. She's got some great videos on YouTube. She's got a book called Boundary Boss that gives you some great language around boundaries to, to help you feel confident.
All right. So that was three examples of limiting beliefs or, or roadblocks that might be holding you back in your business. If you're a franchisor, remember, it's even more important to be aware of your limiting beliefs and roadblocks because others are investing in you as a leader, not to freak you out. But I mean, you've got to be keep keeping that in mind. You know, it takes a lot of grit and you need to have the stomach um, the stomach for being, you know, being a franchisor and, and the idea of how many responsibilities you have as a franchisor. So the last thing we want is to let something that we made up in our heads, you know, or some untruth that we picked up in our childhood really affect our ability to grow. All right. Well, that's it for today. As always, I would love to know what is your key takeaway from this podcast or what limiting belief do you struggle with? If you could put this note in the comments, if you're watching this from social media or uh, hop on there and, and uh, make a note or comment on YouTube, we would love to hear what is it that's standing out for you from this podcast. I'll leave it at that. Now go be awesome. 